The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the Read to Lead podcast, episode 459. Most authors feel like the writing and publishing of the book or having the book published is like, whoo, that's the heavy lift. Ultimately, the heavy lift is the purposeful, intentional, continuous marketing. Hey there, welcome to the show. This is the Read to Lead podcast dedicated to your personal and professional growth, where I believe that if you want to achieve true success in your business and in your life, intentional and consistent reading is a must. That's the first step. The second step is what we talk about in note-making mastery. It's knowing how to collect, connect, crystallize, and create with the notes on the content you consume. If you want to know more about note-making mastery, Go to jeffbrown.me. More on that in just a moment. My guest this week on the Read to Lead podcast is an author. Yes, I've actually got an author on the show this week. I say that because in the last month and a half, I've done three solo episodes, which might actually equal the amount of solo episodes I've done in the nine years prior to that. (laughs) Today's guest is Honoré Quarter. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it might be for a number of reasons, not the least of which she's very good at what she does, but maybe too, because she was here back in July to talk about a book she wrote called You Must Write a Book. And the book we're going to talk about today is You Must Market Your Book, Increase Your Impact, Sell More Books, and Make More Money, a companion, obviously, to that first book. If you don't have the first one, get that one, too. And then make sure you pick up You Must Market Your Book. Out as of yesterday, I believe, I'll be asking Honoré to share about the four cornerstones of a professionally published book. We'll dig into Honoré's Book Marketing Action Plan, or Book Map Framework, the items your author tool belt needs for you to be successful, and lots more. If you want to check out that first conversation Honoré and I had back in July when we talked about her book, You Must Write a Book, just go to readtoleadpodcast.com slash 433 for episode 433. Again, that's readtoleadpodcast.com slash 433. I mentioned that other website a moment ago, jeffbrown.me. That's where you can find out more about the Read to Lead community. Maybe sign up for the next note-making mastery cohort. And whether you do that or not, get a free book summary every week. Here's what happened. I mentioned this on the show last week, jeffbrown.me for a free book summary every single week. And the size of our community doubled, nearly doubled in the last week. We went from 130-something in this young community to over 250 folks joining to get access to those weekly book summaries. In fact, just yesterday, I added the book Tiny Habits by Dr. B.J. Faw. We've got 10 or 12 books in there now among seven different categories. And again, adding a new one every single week to get access to those summaries, to get notified each week when a new one is added, and to be able to converse, to talk about these books with others in the community, i.e. people who take personal and professional development as seriously as you do, just go to jeffbrown.me. It's free to sign up. Again, it's jeffbrown.me. Honoré Corder is an empire builder with more than a dozen six- and seven-figure income streams. She's an executive and strategic book coach, a TEDx speaker, and an author of more than 50 books, including You Must Write a Book, with over 4 million books sold worldwide. 
Honoré passionately mentors aspiring empire builders, coaching them to write, publish, and monetize their books, create a platform, and develop multiple streams of income. You can find out more, by the way, at Honoré, that's two E's on HonoréQuarter.com. Her new book is called You Must Market Your Book, Increase Your Impact, Sell More Books, and Make More Money. Well, Honoré, it is a pleasure to have you back on the Read to Lead podcast, talking about, of course, a different book uh, this time. You Must Market your book. Welcome back to Read to Lead. My absolute pleasure to be with you. Thank you for having me back. And uh, of course, no one can see this but me, but uh, I just have to say your hair is looking pretty gorgeous these days. Oh, I don't know if you've done you. something new, but uh, I'm, I'm liking I'm liking the look. Um, you know, for anyone for anyone who has some miles under their belt, uh, there is a time when your hair becomes unmanageable when trying to keep it a color. So I just, you know, this is the the hair that the good Lord gave me. So I'm now a, I'm now officially a silver sister. <laughs> well, it's looking good. I like that. Yeah. My sister wears hers very much the same, and it's a very good very good look. I like. I'll take well, it. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Well, in reading uh, your new book, I learned something about you must write a book, a book you wrote, what, six, seven years ago now Yeah. that I did not know. And that was how it came to be, how, how it came to be kind of quickly, uh, too. Uh, share a bit yes. about that, that story and, and how Amazon was involved and how fast you yeah. ended up writing. Yes. Uh, Amazon was kind enough to invite me to go to New York for a media breakfast to shed some light on KDP, the KDP mm. Kindle Digital Publishing platform that they had made available to authors really many years before uh, the breakfast, about a decade before. And they invited me with four other authors to go to New York and they wanted to feature my latest book, which at the time was a book about divorce. I'm not a divorce expert. And I asked the question, <laughs> which seemed logical to me, shouldn't I have a book or shouldn't, shouldn't someone on the panel, there were five of us, shouldn't one of us have a book about why writing a book would be a great idea? Mm. Also, parentheses, the unspoken on the Amazon KDP platform. And they said, <laughs> why, yes, Honoré, that would be fantastic. You have 15 minutes, go. <laughs> so it wasn't quite that quick, mm. but it really allowed me to lean into my, my writing and publishing experience mm. less than 90 days. Yeah. And so this book that you spent less than 90 days to write, what has that done for you and your business over the last few years? Because I think this is fascinating. Um, so You Must Write a Book became I Must Write My Book, companion workbook out of a request from readers. So this is important for authors that are listening. Listen to what your readers are asking you for. They mm -hmm. wanted a place to do their publication schedule and make a note of things that they wanted to put in their book. Uh, so I created, I must write my book. Then I was getting a request for a course. There's so much more I want to ask you. There's so many things you don't cover. So I created Publishing PhD. And then what is happening or what has happened is you must market your book. I must market my book, Book Marketing Mastery, the companion course. And then I have Building a Million Dollar Book Business, which will in the fall have you must monetize your book and I must monetize my book. So I will have three books, three workbooks, three courses. And then there is a mastermind that I lead for people who want hands-on mentoring from me to write, publish, and monetize their books. So it has become a very nice um, way for me to create an impact and make an income. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, you can write about making a million dollars because that journey has 
led to that result for you. That I am humbled and honored to say without a college education or a writing class, <laughs> but a whole lot of 4.30 in the morning wake up calls. That mm. is correct. Well, yeah, let's let's sit on that for just a second. And and particularly as it has to do with the new book, uh, you must market your book. Yes. Um, talk about purposeful, intentional and consistent marketing as opposed to what most authors do. So let's start with what most authors do. And this is just because this is my honor raise my name and books are my game, right? So this is, I just happened to see, I just happened to see that most authors feel like the writing and publishing of the book or having the book published is like, whoa, that's the heavy lift. Yeah. Ultimately, the heavy lift is the purposeful, intentional, continuous marketing because your book, and this is kind of a funny thing people, you know, rib me for. I say, books are not an avocado, they don't expire. <laughs> so as many people who have read your book and as many people who know about you and love you, there are give or take another 8 billion people who have no idea who you are, no matter what your book is. Even if you've sold millions of books, there are billions of people and most of them have not heard of you or your book. And so in my opinion and my experience, it's best just to understand that book marketing is the long game mm-hmm. and that you must identify based on four uh, considerations, which we can talk about your best continuous marketing for your book until you die, right? Until like you just market your book every day or every week, continuously, purposefully, intentionally to discover the people who have not yet heard about you and your book to bring your book and your readers together. Another reason I'm thankful that a book is not like an avocado is because I don't like avocados. I'm probably stepping oh. on some toes there. But. <laughs> wow. I don't know if we can be friends now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and me and me and Jeff Goins, uh, who is the lover of uh, all things walk. So, right. So, yeah. Right. It's okay. It's okay. If that's your only, that's your only transgression, we're fine. Yeah. When you mention those four things, are you talking about uh, what you refer to as the the four cornerstones of of a professionally published book, or is that another thing? Another four things you're. These are another. <laughs> these are another four things that I would like to share that I hope give authors permission to do their book marketing intentionally, purposefully, and continuously mm-hmm. forever. But based on these four things, which are their personality. So mm-hmm. let's start with: Are you an introvert, extrovert, or ambivert? What is the role of the book? For you and your business, right? How much time do you have, and how much money do you have? What's your budget? Mm-hmm. When you look at the all of the available options, and there are so many tactics, there are so many ways to market your book. When you look at all of the things that are available, and also you look at what are the kids doing? What are the cool kids doing? How are people selling books? It's very tempting to say, "I hate avocados," <laughs> but if they're going to give me a small keister, then I'm going to eat them. But you're going to hate every minute of it. You're going to be like, this is the, this, I hate them. This is miserable. When can I have whatever your favorite food is? Let's say pizza. It's probably safe, right? (laughs) So when you are marketing your book and you understand that it's a long game and it's something that you have to do forever, then don't you want to make sure that it is something that you like doing that connects your book to readers? In other words, I wouldn't want to um, give you must market your book to people who don't read and are not writers. Right. That wouldn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Also, it takes time to market your book and it takes money to market your book. And so it's I, what I wanted to do with this book was to give authors permission to identify the 
20% things that they do, the 20% activities that get 80% of the results Mm -hmm. so that they can just identify the the two or three or four things that they can do from now until forever that will continue to bring readers to their book and let everything else go. I I have a lot of people who say, oh, Honore, you have to do book talk, which is a part of TikTok because there are some authors that get a lot of traction by doing book talk. And I will say, I don't. I'm a grown woman. I don't have to do it. I don't want to do it. Not doing it. Don't have the app on my phone. No, thank you. Have a nice day. Am I missing out? Is it an opportunity? Is there an opportunity cost for me? I don't know. But but I'm not really a book talk or TikTok kind of gal. And so I've just let that go. I'm just, I'm at peace with the fact that this, what I'm doing right now, talking to you, being on a podcast seems to really move the needle, connects me with readers. And so I want to do a lot of podcasts and no book talk. You're doing, I think you said your goal was 500 for this new book, 500 podcast interviews. Is that right? Yeah. So where is this in that number? Do you know? Um, We're at the very beginnings where the sun isn't even, it's still dark outside. It's like 12.03. So I'm just starting. I'm just starting. I don't have a time limit on it. My book's not an avocado. It doesn't expire or a banana. Maybe for you, I switched to banana. (laughs) And there's there's no end to it because... There will always be authors Mm. who want to sell more books, make more of an impact and more money. Mm. So there's no time limit on it. It doesn't expire. I wrote the book in an evergreen kind of way. And so I feel like I could do a podcast in 2023 and I could do a podcast in 2033 Mm. and still be talking to authors who want to market their books in an effective way for them and their book. I was so thankful to read what you were just talking about, the whole book talk, T-O-K for those who I'm not enunciating clearly for. <laughs> right. um, and, and that gave me permission to let go of something that I too had felt like I'd been pressured to, to look at it do. And I'm, I don't have the app on my phone. I'm not on TikTok. I'm certainly on other social media. But that just, when I read that, was kind of gave me permission. Like, okay, Honoré says it's okay. Uh, finally, somebody who, who is giving, I'm looking for permission. Honoré is giving it. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. That. Yeah. Uh, can you talk or maybe unpack uh, more the this book map, the book marketing plan, like the specific steps that you, you outline in the book? Well, the the book marketing action plan is just what it sounds like. It's a, a map that you put together based on these four considerations that give you kind of your bowling alley, right? Here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick to my I'm going to stick to my plan. I'm going to know what I'm going to do, when I'm going to do it, how much I'm going to invest into it, time and money. Who are the people that I need to talk to? Who are the people that need to read my book? What are the other books like my book? It is a fully comprehensive 15-page-ish plan that authors can put together that will help them to know what to do, when to do it, why to do it, how to do it. And so there's no confusion. I think having a book map, and I've been doing book maps for years for myself, my books, and my clients' books. For those who hire me to do their books, I present a book map to them. Mm. Asterisk, see fine print below. No one else can market your book. You're the Tom Cruise of your Top Gun. (laughs) You have to show up and market your book. So you can delegate maybe some social media and those sorts of things, but there is no one who could come and talk on this podcast about my book other than me, right? right? So the book map provides the, the guidance for the author after they've lost their excitement and their thought process about the book. If you've ever been to a motivational conference and you walk away and you're like, 
I'm really excited. Like it's the it's a weekend conference, and then you wake up on Monday and you're like, I'm really excited. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> 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 While you're still in the production process, the publishing process, you're making a note of all of these things to market your book, and then you know three times a week I'm going to do this. Five times a week I'm going to reach out to podcasters. Um, I'm going to send a copy of the book to everyone I mention in the book. So I have a whole list of people that I mentioned in the book. I'm sending them a copy of the book with a note. Any podcast interviews I do, I offer a copy of the book digitally, mm-hmm. getting all of your assets ready, right? So what are the, what's the email you're going to give to your friends to send out and say, my friend Jeff Brown released a book. You might want to check it out. What's the email you're going to send to your email list and to your contacts to say, hey, I released a book. Getting all of your, your assets and your plan together will be very helpful from the pre-launch of the book all the way through to 10 years down the road. When you think, oh, I probably need to post something this week about my book as though it's new, because I get a lot of people that are like, you know, congrats on vision to reality. Hi, that was from 2014. I'm not going to tell you that, but I'm going to say, thank you. (laughs) Please buy a hundred copies. Tell all your friends. What would you say to somebody who's listening and saying, okay, I'm not a full-time author or or I'm not a full-time author yet. And so they're thinking kind of practically things like, how much time should I expect to have to give to the marketing aspect of my book once it's out there? How much time do I want to set aside week to week in general? Is there sort of a one size fits all there? Is it going to vary from person to person? Um, I'm going to give you the lawyer answer on this one. And (laughs) it depends. So I'll use you must write a book as an example. I've never stopped talking about the book. I've not ever stopped going on podcasts to talk about the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I have copies of that book that I give away to prospective clients for courses or my bespoke book publishing service. It's in my signature. Get a free copy of You Must Write a Book in ebook format. And so there's a, a, a little bit of book marketing that I do continuously. So we're going to call that maybe 20 minutes a week because it's so automatic at this point. I've got the social media images. I've got the snippets. You know, is this your year to write a book? Hashtag you must write a book. And then the Amazon link, right? Very simple things that I pre-wrote when I did my book map in 2016 for you must write a book still in play all of these years later. When you, so let me give you a line of sight to this for, for anyone who's listening. Most of you listening are not going to be full time authors. Most authors are one, two, three time nonfiction authors who need to figure out like what's, what's the thing that moves the needle on your book sales or utilizing your book to market your business. So we call that marketing with your book. So once you've identified your one, two, three things, I don't know how long that will take you. I don't even know if you can ask your assistant or someone on your team to reach out. Like do do a search for all of the podcasts on your topic. Do a search for all of the conferences on your topic and offer to speak and send them a copy of the book. Those are administrative tasks. So maybe the author's job is to, you know, be the talent, right? <laughs> Show up, stand and deliver, right? You've got people to do some things. Other people know they are they are the dishwasher and the basket weaver. And so they will have to figure out how much time do I have? What's the role of the book in my business? And what am I going to do to connect books to my readers? And there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. I think the only the only ineffective thing someone can do is just say, well, 
my book came out and I don't have a lot of book sales. And it was, a, that was a really fun way to spend a thousand hours of my life that I'll never get back. And <laughs> oh, well, right. I'll say one more thing that, that I say in the book, which I think is really important. If you have copies of your books and you're staring at a box of them or a pile of them, get those kids out in motion. A book at rest is money at rest and a book in motion is money in motion. So you want to have your books in motion every way that you can in the easiest, most effective way that you can. Yeah, you've got to put them to work for you. I, I just went to a meeting yesterday uh, here in town and that meeting ended up turning with one person ended up turning into a meeting with several. And I was on my way home and I was kicking myself. I'm like, I didn't take any of my books. I didn't. I mean, the, the meeting wasn't about that, but I thought here's an opportunity I've totally missed. <laughs> Um, I would I would submit that you had two opportunities you didn't even know about going in. One was to have copies of your book to give away in that moment. The other is, and some people don't like this. I say get over it because it's one of the most effective ways to create a connection. And that is to write handwritten notes and send them out. So thank yeah. you notes and nice to meet you notes and all of those things. Why not ask someone for their mailing address? And I will say, may I please have your best mailing address? You know, I'd like to send a proper thank you to you. Or I'd like to send something to you. And then you have now the after the fact. And it actually, if we go back to my book, Business Dating, we talk about touches, number of touches. So the meeting you had was a touch. Now you have an opportunity to have another touch and to send them a package in the mail. So lovely to meet you. I didn't happen to have a book on hand. I thought I would send you a copy. I hope you love it. It's not too late. Yes. Thanks for that reminder. Never well, too you, late. You mentioned some of the team members you might have, albeit that you, the author, have to be the champion. You also talk about some of the tools you need in your tool belt. What types of, of tools are typically found there? Gosh, there's so many. You, you're going to want to have an email service so that you can create an author-reader relationship. The best part about publishing a book in the time today, different than what I used to think was that you can actually know other, you can know the author that is your favorite. <laughs> you right. can actually send them an email, sign up for their email list. So make sure you have an email list and you're growing your email list. And I already gave one of the best ways to grow your email list is to add either a, a link to purchase your book through an app that I use called BookFunnel, bookfunnel.com. One of the least expensive and most effective ways to digitally transfer your book to someone in a mm. way that they can't hijack your intellectual property. Right. Um, or you could also do a two-chapter sample. So if you don't want to give away the whole book, then include the front matter, the cover, the front matter, the back matter, and a two-chapter sample. And then at the end, just have a link for where they can purchase your book or where they can get your book. Um, having that in your email signature means that every single time someone receives an email from you, they will possibly see, hey, grab a copy of Read to Lead or a two-chapter sample of Read to Lead anytime you send out an email. BookFunnel is one of those tools that I use, as I mentioned, all the time. Social media tools are very helpful. Um, you may want to write in Word. You may want to write in Scrivener. Like There are all kinds of like writer tools and things that, that we could talk about, but um, right. just look, look at whatever problem you have. And this is what I do. This is a, a life business and writing hack is look at whatever problem you have and then write down 10 possible solutions. And perhaps there is an app for that. 
<laughs> <laughs> or, or use chat GPT to tell you the, the answer or what those 10 solutions are. Well, uh, I know we don't have a lot of time left. I've really enjoyed reading this book. I'm learning a lot about things that, that I maybe felt like at one time I, I missed out on, but still have time for, like sending the books you talked about uh, yes. a moment ago. Uh, you mentioned giving away two chapters. And, and as you're talking, I'm thinking, well, I only did one. And everybody I know talks about giving away one chapter. You were very specific in that response. Is it two chapters in part because that's different than what everybody else is doing or that's more generous or no? No, that's just what I started doing with my books a long time ago and I've kept doing it. Yeah. I, th- there's no right or wrong answer. I mean, if your book is five chapters, don't give away two chapters. If your <laughs> it's book a little is, much. <laughs> well, if your book is if, is 100 chapters, right, then yeah. give away the first third of it yeah. or just yeah. give it away. If the role of the book, if the role of the milkshake is bring the bo- is to bring the boys to the yard, then you give away the milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> So you have to think about what's the role of the book in your business and then act accordingly. That <laughs> is that- a reference in, in 10 years. I don't think we've ever heard on the read to lead. Well, you are yeah. welcome. I, I, I'll be here all week. Um, I think that it's the, that we just stumbled upon something that I think is important, which is to have fun with your book marketing, yeah. right? Don't take it too seriously. If, if your book came out two years ago, if it came out, in 2020 or 2021, when people weren't getting together in person, they still haven't read your book. They right? You can just say, I was thinking about you and I released a book and I haven't had a chance to send you the book yet. It's like people say, what do I say to someone when I haven't talked to them to three <laughs> for three years? Say, I was scrolling through my phone and I saw your name and realized that I hadn't reached out to you. Hey, they haven't reached out to you either, right? So hmm. take the opportunity to write a note get yourself some cool envelopes, make friends with the people at the post office, right? I come in, they're like, oh, hello. (laughs) Welcome back. Thanks for, thanks for keeping our, our payroll going. Um, Because I constantly am sending out books. That's on the, I'm all about the books. And so there is no wrong answer. There is no too late. And there are so many other strategies we could talk about, but the number one strategy is just to talk about your book in whatever way feels great to you and gets your book in the hands of readers. One more question before I let you go, and then I'm going to go deal with my dogs who are barking incessantly in the background oh. through much of this interview. I keep muting my mic just to, just to try to, to deal with it. What have we not talked about that you uh, would like to make sure people know uh, about you must market your book? Um, I think the dogs are cheering for the interview. <laughs> Is that what they're doing? That's what I think they're doing. Yes. I think they're cheering for us and for books. I think they're like, books are the best. Keep talking about books forever. I'm just going to leave um, my mic on then while you answer this question so we can hear this. Yes. We want to hear the cheering. Um, I I just want people to feel empowered to market to become an author if they're thinking about it, if they think, gosh, is this a waste of time? Is this something that I could pursue? Is this, is it going to be worth it? I think you, I would, you would give me an amen on being an author is very cool, yeah. awesome, and beneficial in all the ways. Also, there is no wrong way to do it. Just write your book. You must write a book and then you must market your book and have the expectation that it's going to go on forever. It's probably going to change. You're probably going to stumble upon something that works that you hadn't thought of before and and do that. And just have a great time with getting your book in the hands of readers and then keep a folder. I think this is this is a thing that would be fun. I have a folder in my email box called love. Mm-hmm. And anytime I get a nice email from someone 
I just stick it in my love folder. And it's just all the, you know, reader love, reader love, reader reviews, all those things. It's such a blessing and such an honor to get kind words from someone. And so you want to keep those. You want to hang on to those. You might need them someday. You might need a a boost one day and you can hang out in your love folder for a minute, but um, (laughs) just enjoy the process and have a great time. And Jeff, thank you so much for having me back on this podcast. It's always so much fun to hang out with you and chat about books. Likewise, my pleasure. And I love that that Dolly was my dog, Dolly, uh, was doing a really good job of getting her barks in when you would pause, (laughs) making sure the the cheers are being heard. Thank you so much, Honoré. The book again is called You Must Market Your Book, Increase Your Impact, Sell More Books and Make More Money. Uh, Thank you, Honoré. We appreciate having you here. And just right on cue, there she went barking again. Thank you, Honoré. Appreciate it. (laughs) Thanks so much. You know, maybe one of these days I'll get around to having one or more of my dogs on the show to talk about their favorite book or favorite aspects of books. I think I know the answer to that second question, and that's maybe chewing them up into multiple pieces. Yeah, not quite at the reading level yet. Well, for more on Honoré, to connect with her online and find out more about the books she's written, go to readtoleadpodcast.com slash 459 for episode 459. That's the episode you're listening to right now. Remember that first conversation we had about seven months ago is at readtoleadpodcast.com slash 433 in case you want to check that out. And as I said at the top of the show, I would love to have you as a member of the Read to Lead community. If you haven't signed up yet, it's free to do it. Go to jeffbrown.me. That's where the Read to Lead community congregates. And even if you're not ready to participate in any of the paid courses or other programs, you can still take advantage of two key aspects of the community, one of which is the home feed. And that's where I publish new content throughout the week, much of it not available anywhere else. And as I said earlier, you get access to the book summaries section where we add a new business book summary each and every week. One more time, it's all at jeffbrown.me. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm so glad you joined Honoré and me, and I trust you found it to be a valuable use of your time. Please consider joining me again next week for episode 460. I hope you will. Until then, remember, leaders read and readers lead. Read.